Sup. The opinions and views expressed in this podcast are that of our own and future Bachelor only, and not affiliated with any outside party or entity. This fun podcast may include some adult language. Future Bachelor Podcast. Future Bachelor, my name is Sai. And I'm Veronica. And we talk about everything pop culture, dating, and bachelor. This episode, we are covering the Spider-Man love curse, some Olympic level drama, and some overly broy bachelorette moments. Yeah, and this is episode 170. Let's go. Wow. Yeah, started off with that hot fire flame. <laughs> of a track right there um you know yeah, that was uh something yeah you know i i mean that was from 2008 so let's yeah, just yeah, say no, um there was this girl that my friend from college was like managing at the time and she like played piano and and uh he was like you know i, I feel like it was just piano at the, at first and he was like i feel like you could like do your money beat thing make it more hip-hop and then, like, I just snuck in a verse in the beginning of it, and they loved it. So it was pretty cool. Wow. Yeah, wow, you know. Wow. I have some flows on there. Check it out. Rewind it. Listen to it again. You know, you, you're going you're gonna to hear some new stuff this time around. A, but, lot of, a lot of mentioning ash and dust. Yeah, well, the song. <laughs> Things this, is getting like, it's like Pompeii up in this bitch. It's well, like, what good, is going See, on? you're so observant, V. Um, the song is called The Ashes. So oh. there you go. No wonder all those puns Great. were in there. <laughs> Plus your boy is on fire. But um, V, what what is going on with you, May? How are oh, you? Oh man, jeez, I don't I don't know if I'm you know I don't know if I've crawled my way out of the ash and dust of that song. That oh was my goodness, really something. Well, did you but, crawl um, your way out of the ash and dust of this weekend? That's what I need. Yeah, to uh, this past week got third. Everyone loves a trivia update, except for you. But third <laughs> place in trivia. That's true. <laughs> Um, went on a little picnic with my friend Francie, which was fun. And then um, we had some back-to-back pool days. Yeah, so, uh, I, I was pretty uh, happy. I hit like three pools, t- three different pools, two different days. Um, you know, when I said it was pool boy summer, I wasn't lying. So um, we had a, we had some good times out there. V, like, you know, I mean, do you have any memories from the pool? Oh, I have plenty of memories from the pool. The, things got crazier as the night went on, but yeah. Yeah, your triangle ass. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, just to explain, there's nothing really to explain here. Like, we just started calling each other shapes, like, as there were disses. Like, we're and on arguing FaceTime. to the point where Andy literally was all like, Veronica, you've got to end this. Yeah, he's like, just hang the phone up. But we're just <laughs> screaming shapes at each other. Uh, that's how much fun we had this weekend. Uh, well, that's cool. I also, speaking of Andy, I cut his hair, so it was another good haircut. He did look good. Thank you. 
Um, you know, I love to make sure that I, my friends look good. I have Zach actually tomorrow. I have to trim him up before he goes on. Before you got, we go to Chicago. Yep. And then um, probably got Ray here coming up. So I keep him in rotation. You know, my my guys. Um, you know, I don't know. Maybe whatever. But um, V, why don't you tell me something? <laughs> Why don't you tell me something that, um, I don't know, I, what are you watching? That's what I want to know. All right. So I finally caved. This show has been viral all over the internet, especially on TikTok, uh, for, for honestly, for a schlong reveal. That's how it's been viral lately, but it's, what? yes, you're that right. <laughs> um, a lot of the Jeez. whole thing is like, get your reaction to like oh. watching this timestamp of the show. It's called Sex Slash Life. Um, it's, you know, another one of Netflix's forays into very much so like drama, but make it softcore like porn situation, much like they did with 365 Days. Um, it's, uh, I don't think it's a good show. So it's like a knockoff not- of like a, like a Fifty Shades of Grey or something. Uh, well, not exactly, because it, it's just more about, like, this extremely attractive, like, you know, mid-30s, early-40s woman about how she misses her crazy life of being in her 20s of, like, you know, you know, banging random dudes in New York City and then, like, her steamy relationship with her ex. and But now she has a very hot husband and it's the worlds are colliding because the ex is coming back in. It's a whole thing. It's not a good show. It's not a good show. I'm not saying it's a good show. Am I going to finish it out? I only have two episodes left. So, yes. It kind of sounds like it. Power. I'm not going to lie. Uh, a little bit like the first episode of Power. I mean, if you've ever seen that, it sounds exactly yeah, like that. Yeah, you know, I did love I never finished like all of power because no, it, just, it was one of those shows that just kept you. you just it kept, kept going and then I just kept getting angry. But, yeah. you know, but that's not what we're watching today. Um, what the, are you? Hey, but what are you watching? Jeez. Um, you know what came out this past weekend was actually uh, the new Chris Pratt movie, The Tomorrow War. Mm. Um, it is actually pretty good. I, I don't mm-hmm. mind it. If you're looking for one of those like summer blockbuster movies that like just kind of you don't have to really think about or um you could hate on if you want to because there's tri- time travel elements in it that you know it kind of like it's not working with the paradox you sometimes. watching a time travel element movie strange yeah Would never but, guess that for you yeah i know um you know this movie though it was actually pretty good if you um are looking for something it's on amazon prime if you got it for free so you don't have to pay no extra 30 dollars like Disney Plus tries to do to you. And it was supposed to be in the movie theaters before COVID hit. So they ended up selling it to Amazon. And um, yeah, I don't know. I thought it was good. So check it out. Um, You didn't see it on there? You're not a Chris Pratt fan? I'm not a Chris Pratt fan, really. Honestly. Well... He's my least favorite of the Christmas. (laughs) No, you know what? Do you have a reason why you don't like Chris Pratt? How do you hate Chris Pratt? Uh, he's my least favorite of the Chris's. He has like, I don't know. I don't love like, he pretty much like hopped more into after him and Anna Ferris broke up, um, mm-hmm. didn't love some of his behaviors after that. And also he's like hyper conservative Christian, um, and like kind of says shit like, you know, 
more uh, anti-abortion and stuff like that, which I don't agree with. So, yeah, not the biggest fan. Um, well, uh, interesting breakdown there of the least like Pratt or least like Chris, whatever. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, what do you got for quick, quick hits? All right. So we had said a couple weeks back that we thought Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton had a, a little um, secret wedding. We were wrong because they had their wedding this past weekend in Oklahoma um, on the 3rd, July 3rd. So uh, it looked very, very fun. More like once again, I feel like these celebrities, especially if it's like maybe they're like second or third marriage, uh, they're doing more like, you know, hometowny, homey kinds of weddings. Like it looked like very much so like, you know, it was open wide spaces, just very chill, nothing crazy. Gwen's dress was great. Very a lot of tool, very Gwen. Um, but they're official. And you know what? I've never was she wearing been a cowboy big... boots or a wedding dress. Is she? I think she was wearing some kind of boots. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, that's a look. It is a look. Yeah. Uh, well, it's like they're like cowboy esque stilettos. So mm. they're not exactly like cowboy, cowboy boots. They're still very Gwen Stefani. Yeah. Um, but I've never been a big fan of Blake Shelton, especially not for my queen Gwen. But you know what? He makes her happy. That's all that matters. Yeah. And they're both talented as hell. So um, what else we got? Speaking of love, love connections, love in the air. Um, it's kind of a curse or I guess like a, a pattern, if you will. But the Spider-Man, you know, lead stars, i.e. Peter Parker and MJ, tend to date each other in real life afterwards. So Kirsten Dunst and Tobey Maguire then Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone. And now after, you know, years of them dating other people or denying that they were ever even an item, Tom Holland and Zendaya have been caught making out in, you know, in his nice ass Audi in LA. And they are the, they are like an item for sure now. Um, see, this is the thing. Like I, I just, so you can't, you, uh, if you're an actor, you know what I'm saying? I feel like it makes us look bad when you're when you're acting and doing these kissing scenes and you're like, no, this is strictly my job. I'm acting. And then like you got your people like your Justin Timberlakes who end up taking it too you know, far, taking it too far. Where, where, where does the integrity of acting come into play when 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 actors and act actresses end up falling in love on set, not just but, because they're actors and actresses, but because they're filming like romantic scenes with each other over the course of trilogies. I know, but like, I feel like it's like also like, it's just natural. It's like very it's like similar. dating so someone at workplace. I mean, yeah, I guess it's like kind of like, you know, people always say like, you shouldn't like, shit where you eat kind of thing but also like a lot of people meet their significant others at their work that's like in times past even and nowadays like that's how people you know tend to find their significant other um in a lot of cases and i know plenty of people who have married somebody who you know they met at work hopefully you know there's not you know some issues with like um, whatever but i think when it comes to like actors and actresses and whatever them working on movies and stuff for a long time. And if, I mean, that's how Miley Cyrus and Liam Hemsworth got together. Um, it's how a lot of people get together. Dude, they always last. No, <laughs> because I feel like a lot of times once you get taken out of that, um, you know, intense, similar to the bachelor and bachelorette, 
it's like, you know, you're working together in a little confined area and you're doing like a lot of things together, whatever. And, and then you're doing your press junkets together and you're like hyping each other up. And then once you're kind of removed from that. No, like, no, no. You know what it is? It's kind of like, um, you know, you know, when people say like uh, when people are like really um they think like their significant other's cheating on them or something like that. They usually like people will be like, it's probably because they're cheating. They're like, so oh, yeah. like jealous. It, you know? So yes, right. Like you're saying, you're in this little bubble of your film and you're doing the, pr- the press junkets together and it's all cute and laughy and little, and then you go on to do your separate movies, other right. movies and other projects where you're like, wait a second. I remember when, you know, Tom Holland would come through to my changing room and we'd, he'd just be all cutie. And now he's being all cutie with another actress. But no, it's just work. I, I swear, it's just my job. I'm, this is, it's hard. And then she's over here doing that, that crazy show that she does on Showtime with Drake or something, whatever it is, HBO. What is oh, it? Oh, Euphoria. Euphoria over there. I don't know, man. We'll have to see if it lasts. What, what are you laughing about? <laughs> over there? Over there? That show over there? He's over there? And I don't that shows she dates a woman, too. So, you uh, know. See, now, now we're going. Now it's going all different types of ways. Okay. Uh, v, what else we got? Um, Ariana Grande has been doing this thing. I know we're like, we're, you wanted us to stop talking about her on this show, but it's too late. It's fine. How does she do it? Thanks, though. Um, she's been doing this thing, uh, with Vivo on YouTube where she's been doing some like live performances. I think she's just really trying to milk, um, the positions album because I think it just really didn't hit as hard as she wanted it to. So she's been doing these like live streaming performances on YouTube. Um, you know, she's got a nice soundstage, whatever, does it all up. Uh, this one that she, she did POV. Um, one of the singles from that album last week or two weeks ago, and now she's doing her song um, "Safety Net" with Ty Dollar Sign um, this week. Uh, I have not watched any of these. I don't really know. Like for some people, definitely if they're big fans, I feel like that's definitely a vibe for them to like sit and watch and stream it. Um, but I feel like that's just like the world we're living in. People are doing these like live performance streams. Do you think people are hype about it? Some people are. I mean, I'm not, obviously. But, I don't know. I'm I mean, like, I'm like particularly interested. I mean, that's interesting because you're a fan of Ariana Grande. I like her. And but you I are just, like, a, you do these type of things where you would actually like watch something if you're a fan. I um, feel like, but just a single song for me doesn't do it. Like, I'd rather like it be more of like, I've watched her documentary. I've watched like, I'd rather watch something, I guess, more full length. I don't know. Sure. Um, do you think, uh, do you think her move to be a judge on The Voice was like a, a play to, cause you know, I feel like all these other people like Blake Shelton and, and, um, and, um, what's his name from room five. And, and a lot of people find success with their own like personal careers after going on being a host on, you know how it's like weird how the voice, like no one's become like famous off of that stuff besides like maybe like Cassidy Pope, but like she was already yeah. famous before that. Actually. I think she was like in death death cat cutie or some some type of or hello something hello um, goodbye maybe yeah she was in some group that like she was actually the singer of but um it's always the judges that win you know what i'm saying it's like blake shelton won his ninth season that's how messed up it is but do you think she went on that show to like kind of revive a little bit of her career or to have some type of face out there because I, I feel like the ariana 
Grande train kind of slowed down after the Pete Davidson stuff. You just kind of didn't hear much. Yeah, I feel like it's definitely a a business move, especially because, like, I mean, the Arianators are still out there. She's still, you know, making a ton of money. She's released a new fragrance recently. Um, She just recently got married. But, yeah, I feel like it's definitely stuff is quieter around the whole Ariana Grande camp in general because – she just hasn't put she went through a phase where she put out like new music every like four months and now she really hasn't done that and i feel like that's obviously a really hard standard to set for yourself but yeah i think she could come back though i think uh what it is it's like finding a new sound to kind of reinvent yourself because people get played out of like the same stuff i feel like you know she's she's got a formula that she's pretty much stuck to like her whole time like you know um even if it's down to like just like wearing you know a ponytail like since the beginning or something you know it's like she sticks with like a a formula so you know i i I felt like justin bieber was going down that same path not saying that his album was like anything crazy but that peaches song did pretty well um, you know, so I feel like Ariana Grande could do something like that too. Um, True. you know, even people like Ed Sheeran, like our slapper of the week last week, like I like, I like, um, bad habits, Me too. even though it's not as good as shape of you. Like, you know, no, nothing can top shape of you is good. That's, that's just where I feel like these artists find themselves in. They make, they get so hot. It's like, how do you even top that? It's so crazy. Um, all right. What else we got for quick hits? All right, so um, Tabitha Brown, who, who is a, like, kind of an influencer, does a lot of, like, spiritual kind of stuff, and then a lot of, like, food, healthy living, stuff like that, very big in that space, and also is known on, like, TikTok as being, like, the auntie and everything like that. Um, she had, you know, announced recently that because of all of her ex- success with, like, her stuff, um, and I think she has a book out and whatever, that her husband has been able to retire after 15 years of being an LAPD officer, um, which then Wendy Williams, you know, took it to her talk show to kind of talk some smack, being all like, oh, like, I've been with someone like that, being all like, blah, 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 like, I'm making the money now, you can step down, but then what if when he tries to pursue his dreams, because that's the whole idea is that, um, Tabitha was like to her husband, like, you don't have to work like as a police officer. He, he wants some like new business ventures. He's going to be able to do that because they have all of her money right now. And like Wendy Williams was like, you saw what happened with my ex-husband. Like, this isn't going to go well for them. And like Tabitha Brown is like seriously like the sweetest, most wholesome lady ever. And she just pretty much like did the most wholesome shading of Wendy Williams, she like responded, and she's all like, "I hope you find some love in your life." <laughs> like, yeah, and then she some- was like caught out with like Ray J. <laughs> like, oh my god, I, 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 you didn't see her like what, like she had left somewhere with Ray J in the last week or something. Wendy Williams, who Wendy Williams? Yeah, no, I had not seen that. But that's kind of hilarious. Um, yeah, no, I mean Wendy Williams is. I don't know. I think she's kind she's of like a shit stir to that's that's how she's made her name is stirring shit. But do you think and, she's also like is losing it too? Like oh, she just like sure. has no grasp of self awareness or something like that. Like it seems like she's still like going like very fast into like um traffic. Uh you know <laughs> very fast <laughs> you, you were like 
Mm. Uh, into a wall or something all the time you, you just, lost that analogy but whatever, yes i understand dude. i'm not the the I, I i'm not the best at analogies like you veronica like you know i don't i don't just have like you know analogies at the top of my head but i know what i'm trying to say and i'll, I'll put some things together and just you know try not to let our listeners you know know that it was a bad analogy you could always kind of be like oh that was pretty good you know for the sake of our show but why I don't would know. i lie i don't <laughs> You never do. Um, Okay, what else we got? All right, so some stuff with the Olympics. People are up in arms uh, for a couple of reasons that seem very much so, well, I mean, just in general, targeted towards some of, like, you know, black folks in the Olympics. First Mm -hmm. things first is uh, this is a ban that they're kind of trying to appeal and everything, but they banned the use of larger swim caps that are meant to help hold in either natural hair, braids, you know, dreads, dependent, whatever. Uh, they've currently banned those from the competition saying that like, you know, athletes at that level shouldn't need that, which is just like, which is just pretty much saying that like all athletes should either have like, if they're black, their hair should be like, you know, made to be more like Caucasian hair. <laughs> wow. Um, that's, that's incredible. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard yeah this is getting ridiculous i feel like the olympics might not have like people watching it eventually i mean the olympics are yeah the olympics are like like, um they're boycotting it and like just like not wanting to even support it at all because i mean i i get i get what what happened here like it's one of those things where like i mean i guess what what other drama do we have from well shakari richardson who you know was very viral for her record-breaking um, qualifier for the 100-meter dash um, tested positive for cannabis, for weed, in her system because, you know, like literally like the day or two before she ran, ran her qualifier, her mother died um, or, you know, like within – had just died not long before that, whatever. So, you know, sometimes – you need a little bit of some, something to help you cope as you're going through a lot of different things, whatever. Um, but because of that, they said that the test result, she's going to be um, suspended for a month, which means she'll probably be missing out on the 100-meter dash race. She could still compete, supposedly, in the you know 4 by 100 relay. But it's just kind of bullshit because, like... Um, Weed isn't a, like, performance enhancer. If anything, it's more impressive that she broke records and ran as fast as she did if she is someone who consistently smokes weed. Like, that's not great for your lungs. Yeah, no, sure. Um, But, you know, uh, I mean... I don't know. That's the thing, though. I don't know if it actually affects you as much. Like, I see what you're saying. Like, you're like, it's a... It's a... um, it's a debilitator or something like that. But I don't know if it necessarily is that. Like, I don't want to go down the path of, like, it could be bad for you, too. Like, I mean, if anything, we should allow it because it's it's not enhancing your ability. But, um, I mean, there's different strands of marijuana. Like, there's, like, the indica and, you know, there's sativa. And even with just that alone, people will say one is, like, supposed to energize you and one's, like, for you to, like, watch movies and eat, too, you know? So there's that, there's that point. The second point is, because I'm saying that's to say that I do think it's a stupid rule that, you know, 
Um, I don't think it should be up there with like the rest of the drugs that are on there. But yeah. secondly, or thirdly, whatever, if you want to count with me, I'm not good at geography. Um, secondly, I, I think, you know, come on, man. She's about to be an Olympic athlete. She didn't know, you know, how to not smoke weed. I know your, mo- your mom passed away, but it's like, you, it, I don't know. Like, I just don't think this is the way to honor your your birth mom like by throwing away like you're so close like all the hard work you've done in your life just to smoke weed when you know that you can't like you know it's just it just seems really like stupid well there's but i think it's always interesting because there's like a ton of people who medically use weed and like weed was only you know criminalized to actually oppress black people so my thing is like i get it but there's it's just like that's like i mean let's let's start a conversation to get like the rules changed or something don't just smoke you know when you're within like weeks of qualifying for one of the biggest like you know events in the world ever you know it's like it just doesn't it just sounds so silly to me right i I mean mean, yeah i could not do something for so long just to like you know reach like i i mean i'm I'm wanting to go into movies if they were like si we want you in the next spider-man movie you can't do this, 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 and that, and you're gonna have to like, you know, quarantine forever. Be like, hell yeah, let's go. Like, you know, I'm not gonna ruin my chance to like, you know, get in the mix of Tom Holland and Zendaya. Yeah. To smoke some weed, and that's just a movie. Like, you know, what I'm saying we're talking about the world stage here. Like, yeah, but I also think like I'm not gonna be the one to like say what kind of mental state she was in that caused her to like to do that. Like, my thing is like I can't judge when technically like marijuana is a medicinal plant so like i don't think i could be the one to be all like well you should have known better especially like if maybe things are as dire that she was so depressed like you know it was either smoke a little bit of weed to like simmer or like kill herself kind of thing you know what i mean yeah um i guess uh that's that's very very dark end of it uh, you know, I you just never know. Like it, it's just, I don't know. It just seems it's just very uh, disappointing the whole situation of that. But um, besides any of that, V, what made you go yikes this week? You know, we've all been we've all been cheering to free Britney, and the universe decided to free someone who should not have been freed, in my opinion, in a lot of people's opinions, especially a lot of you know sexual assault survivors' opinions, but. Um, Bill Cosby was released from prison this past week and his conviction, um, was overturned, uh, do, you know, people said that his due process rights were violated and that's the reasoning to why, um, you know, his conviction was completely overturned for, um, his sentence. I was supposed to be three to 10 years. So he actually spent, I guess, three years in jail. Whoop you do. Um, for drugging and sexually assaulting Andrea Constand of, you know, many others that have also come forward, uh, which it's, it's really shitty, honestly, to see just how much like power and, uh, you know, money can get people. So he's the first one of the me too era to have his, uh, see, I don't know if this is necessarily a money and power thing though. I, I haven't really looked into, um, 
the whole thing, but like, like my, I, I just, because I'm just like, this is, this is crazy. I, I just, I, I don't, this, those type of things make me feel like we're living in some weird, like simulation where it's just like, how are we just letting people do these things and stuff? But my, my like breakdown, I guess, of what it, it happened was like, he had made some deal, um, in the first and, and, and said like, you know, I won't be convicted like of, of, uh, prosecution in a criminal case but like in this other case he's like i will i will say these things but you can't convict me in this stuff and they were like all right if you say this stuff we won't we won't like convict you in this in this sense and then he told them stuff and then they were like ha yeah we're gonna convict you and and they really thought that they weren't gonna they could convict him still by giving him some type of deal and then his lawyer was like no we did all that because you all said that and now you have to hold so if, if that's the understanding of like the breakdown of this and i know that was a terrible breakdown because i was like you know he went this way and then he went that way um that kind of sounded like a bill cosby impression actually but um you know if 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 that's the case it's like that's that's justice not being like like doing by due process you know what i'm saying yeah. someone was trying to get like a like a cut a corner somewhere to try to get a conviction or to try to like you know have him be whatever and it just kind of you, you can't double jeopardy in this world man like you you get one chance sometimes that's why some people will be free for 10 years or you know you know i guess the biggest part is i think maybe they're trying to get him in jail behind bars before he was too old to like be alive but um but yes it's pretty unfortunate um you know he's a free man and you know i don't know he's gonna be able to do i've heard things of like he's gonna start like going back on doing comedy or something yeah i don't know i don't know but yeah it was it was overturned because of yeah technical different things and it and it what it you know what it does in this situation is it makes it hard for, you know, potential other victims to come forward and figure out the best way to like, it says here reporting or participating in the prosecution of the assailant or may force a victim to choose between filing either a criminal or civil action. So it's like, it makes it even just harder for victims of sexual assault to be able to, you know, yeah. Like, I mean, could he be, could if they have like, actual proof like new proof that hasn't been submitted and stuff like can that bring or they can never convict them of this crime again i don't know that um i'm guessing i mean if there's other things i mean there's more than one woman who's come forward saying stuff so yeah but i that's what i'm saying though like i think there needs to be like some other type of proof not just like someone's word this time like i don't know how double jeopardy works i'm just trying to think like you can't be convicted of the same thing unless like some like obvious evidence like that wasn't introduced in the previous like yeah trial comes through or something like that and i don't even know if in in those cases you can like i i gotta got to hear about that but you had mentioned Britney Spears earlier <clears throat> actually you know it wasn't looking too good cuz it sounded like uh some judge denied her yeah they denied her request to remove her father from her conservative ship so that's but where that over the weekend over now. the weekend i had heard that um the the what was it the financial institution that was like co-signing the conservative ship actually um wants to pull out of it so they won't yeah. be supporting it anymore. Um, it, 
today I saw news of Britney Spears saying that she's completely retiring from music. So now her manager has left her, who says hasn't even talked to Britney in two and a half years. So um, I'm trying to read between the lines. I'm not like I'm not into law. I'm not into, but I, I kind of look at these like celebrities and see what kind of moves they're trying to make to get to the next move. And it sounds like right now her coming and saying all that stuff allowed um, other people that might be involved and attached with a name to not want to be involved in this anymore. Like, you know, it's pretty damning. Like if, if you're part of this conservative ship, that's like pretty much making her keep like this, like, uh, you know, uh, what is it? Something in her that she's like, can't get pregnant. Oh, the IUD and stuff. stuff? The IUD and all that stuff. Like no one wants to be associated with that type of stuff. Like, you know, so what we might be seeing this crumble down if, if, there's not a co-signer for it and it's just like her dad's word against someone else or something um there might be some traction there so yep yep i think definitely her testimony um a couple weeks ago has really helped with some of that obviously it didn't give the immediate result of like her father being removed from the conservatorship but i think it helped open up a lot more of the whole issues around that whole scenario. I just wonder, like, you know, she's just, like, quitting music because she doesn't want to make money anymore. And it's like, all right, well, if we're in this conservative ship, I'm like, I know I get my money for the rest of my life. What more money are you going to get? Like, you can run me dry, but then eventually, like, I'm just going to be here and you won't have nothing. And right. I just want my life back. So, um, yeah, well, yikes on all that. Uh, v... Why don't, why, I had a sound, but I don't, oh, here it is. It's time for the Bachelorette Talk here on our show. And that cool-ass little intro noise. Um, B, where do we start with all this? What an episode. It was a great well, episode, I thought. Well, 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 it is week five, and uh, we start the episode with Katie talking to Caitlin, trying to get the vibes of, like, my favorite part was she was all like, were they mad? When Nick came in, you know, midway through the season, this was a, this was an episode like just because you brought them up. I, this was an episode where I kind of realized that this it wasn't a good episode for Taisha and, and um, Caitlin as host. I feel like first of all, later on we'll talk about like um, Wells and stuff, but Wells did such a good job like hosting that little thing ahead, and I'm like, damn man, like because first of all, we start to show off with. Someone telling me like, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't good enough for me, but I'm bringing him to dump him here off on you guys. Yeah. The way that she said it. Yeah. The way that Tasha is out here, like pretty much like introducing him after uh, introducing him. and announcing that Blake's coming on, but not saying who it was is it just was all, it was kind of shady and dodgy, which I was like, okay. And then like Caitlin is already kind of like pretty much telling katie like yeah no, you know what i didn't like what i didn't like about taisha saying it she acted like she ne would never had never been in a position where somebody else would have come in and said that to you like she said it like you're gonna have to deal with it yeah and i'm like what like yeah. how have the tables have turned like you come bachelorette once and now you you got the power but anyways. yeah no and uh, so blake walks in and I just loved that Aaron was when he's like Blake <laughs> when he walked in. Like they were all who like, said that? 
Aaron, he's the one who's like always kind of angry. He's like, Blake, <laughs> like as he walks in. And, um, you know, of course, they're about to get a date card and they're all like, they're like, if this dude gets his fucking like, uh, you know, one on one date card, we're going to riot. And of course he gets the one on one date card. It's the only thing they can do, though, to get like drama stirred up in this house because they're doing too much bro love. Like there was like a oh legit the- scene where people are like cuddling and spooning each other yes but the beginning of the episode shows them all like literally on top of each other they're like massaging each other's backs greg is like literally like petting cat suit connor's like all right so let me just bring this up right now that pairing right there i'm telling you is a toxic pairing i said it from day one when we started uh covering the season that i don't like those two and and greg or connor yeah either of them either of them like i don't like either of them and i know he had like greg had like a little like moment a couple episodes ago but i promise you i mean it just seems like what we're looking at at the end of this show um there's a lot of foreshadowing that he's he's an actor yeah literally um so yes uh they're on top of each other the boys are you know getting very comfortable um where where is this of course we're gonna have to have blake get the first date blake gets the first one-on-one date of the of this episode of this week um their one-on-one date pretty much is just them galloping on some horses making out in some hay all the while where they keep just cutting back to the guys at the house being all like, I'm really worried. I think they actually have like a real connection. Like that makes me nervous. Like all of them are freaking out as they're making out in hay. And then of course, like Blake, Blake, just, first of all, I can't stand Blake right now. I for, can't he, stand him he's got, he's got this like un, uh, warranted, undeserved confidence for some reason. He's I don't just know. Has, and he has no tact. I just feel like he has no tact and yeah, I know he's a easy lot of, to read like I know a lot of people like really like them as an idea together because they're like oh Katie brought a vibrator he made a like dick and like his season like love which once again as I've brought up plenty of times like I'm like that does not equal sex positivity but whatever and he brings it up he's all like what decide like you know what's made you such like a confident sex positive person like so yeah this this right here really showed like his I feel like showed his back because like the first thing you ask her like on his day is like, it's like, all right, let's start talking about sex. Like, you know, you could just see the excitement in his eyes. Just start talking about, and like, it feels like he was trying to like vindicate himself on his own horniness in the last season I, or yeah, how he's portrayed. It was just like, it's like, what made, what makes you like, also it's just kind of a weird question to ask a woman or anybody in general being like, Hey, what makes you so confident in like in sex? We're like, in general, it should just be. And also, he's like breaking a fourth wall here and trying to like be like because of your TikTok and your online presence and all this stuff. It's like wait, and and you could tell that she. It's just kind of like turned the mood of the dinner. It's not like in a bad way, and he handled it all right. You know, like I was like pretty impressed with that. But you know, instantly she was like, you know, this conversation is probably not going to go the way. You think it's going to go. Gonna go. Yeah, yeah, so you already t- could tell that she's thinking the same thing we are. Like, you're too excited about this. And it really stems from a dark story that she's had to, like, now rehash a couple times. Um, yeah. So it ends up being okay. And some, uh, you know, new country singer came in and stuff like that. And this is kind of like where, I, like, it's just... There's an Illuminati going on with between country music and The Bachelor. Like, they have some oh, type of, sure. like, back... 
you know, backroom agreement shaking of like, because why couldn't you have like an R&B singer ever? Like, right. why can't you have like a band, like a, 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 like a rock band or something or Halsey, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. I, I don't know. Like it's the just, biggest star that they've ever had on there, I think was Betty who for, for Becca. Uh, Betty who was good though. I like Betty who I love Betty who Hell yeah. I'm a big fan of Betty. People who, are like Betty who, um, <laughs> <laughs> They're like Betty, Betty who I got to find. No, her last name is who artist wise. Um, so yeah. And they end up dancing. You hated her dress. Apparently according to tipsy talks, you weren't yeah. feeling her outfits this episode. I have to say, I think her stylist has been doing her kind of dirty. Especially compared to the rest of the girls. They'd be like stunting on like, um, you know, Taisha and Caitlin. I know. I know. I'm like, they must have their own separate stylist and Katie must have her own. And Katie's stylist is just not is missing the mark here and there. But the next date is a group date and it's this really ridiculous uh, bash ball game, which is like a mix between rugby, basketball and just wearing really dumb singlets on these men, which like we've discussed it would be just as bad as if, like, you know, back when, like, Chris Souls or other seasons have, like, put girls in bikinis and stuff to compete in something. Um, so I just think it's ridiculous to have them in these dumb little singlets with, like, little booty cutouts with, like, little hearts over their asses. I think that's stupid. Yeah, also, I, you know, like, that's how I would have felt. Like, I'm not – I'm starting to become more comfortable with my body as, like, you know, I'm active and stuff. But, like, I felt what well, um, homeboy, the dad, that was, like, look, Michael dude, A, yeah. Yeah, Michael A is, like, man, everyone's so ripped and all this stuff. And here I am, like, with my little booty cheeks. Like, I got little booty cheeks too, man, so I feel you. Um. <laughs> anyways, they get out there, man. What's going on? You know, Well shows up. He's all ready to host and stuff, which Franco, I love. who's usually the, like, you know – weird eccentric photographer helps house this which i thought that was a strange pick but they're really messing up with i think a couple of these picks i'm not really sure what they're doing it's i don't know i'm like i feel like wells could have just handled the commentary himself like well they usually have someone and someone else they didn't have like the hosts there yeah why didn't they have like the girls there i don't know but um hunter kind of becomes the bad guy of this date, even though he's not the one who hurts Michael A. Actually, it was Justin that accidentally, like, who, like, you know, hit Michael A. and hurt him. But what an asshole. Hunter sets the tone. Hunter, you know, got paired up with Katie for tackling drills, which just feels, he was, like, overly excited to tackle her, which just feels weird in general. And then he, like was going really hard in the paint during this whole entire game to the point that, like, then everybody else had to, like, match up because, you know, this little Tasmanian devil is, like, running around just knocking people down. What is it called, like, the Napoleon syndrome? Complex. Complex? Yeah. I think what happened here, like, legit, like, he just kind of, like, got that first hit. You know, he seems like the type of person that, you know, got jacked as hell because of, you know, he's not because he's short. He's a little yeah. ogre. And um and that doesn't mean that you can't be strong. 
but it's overcompensating sometimes when you you're trying to be so alpha and um he knocked that first one down feeling like you know he's hitting harder than everyone else starts turning up but people are also not going to be an asshole like him like guy has no self-awareness at all what's going on right now but i think Mm. that pushed him up to become to rise to the top and be um the new villain and um yeah and i think he just thinks he's but he he legit thinks He's the top dog there, which I've seen other people that have been top dogs be the top dog. You're not the top dog, dog. Like, right? Uh, you're no. just you're still in the game, but like you're not even. Let's talk like when you're top four going to fantasy suites. Um, he seems a little um, oblivious right now. So well, and he ends up getting the group date rose on that date, which like people. I'm kind of surprised by it and pissed about. It. I feel like it's really because, you know, he did the whole like, look at my kids bit on the cocktail portion of the group date. Um, but I mean, it's five episodes in. She seems to be going, giving roses to people that um, like are bold, you know, that are trying to do yeah. things while dating her. Like, you know, she's not just trying to just have talks like she's also like trying to She doesn't want like a passive dater no she wants no she wants someone to snitch she wants action like she's rewarding like you know actions uh, i don't know if they're good or bad from her it looks like from her perspective um or her vantage point they seem to be good for her but like from our vantage point it sounds like you're you're like weaponizing your kids to as like a like a finishing move this week to get that rose kind of like what homeboy did last week when he snitched on homeboy to get the rose like it was like are these people really deserving of these stuff right no um but i think you know what i'm seeing here is that she actually might like a lot of like like probably five of these guys it seems like she has potentially likes five of these guys so she knows she's going to give those ones she can look like a like a good person by giving a rose to someone that can stick around for one more week when next week will probably be the week i'll send you home um but I don't know. Uh, do you see him going far, Hunter? He ends up like that. What they have the cocktail party? Are we missing something? There's another date. There's another date. There's the one-on-one date with Andrew S., um, which was a later date. Like they had to wait until it was dark so they could do all this uh, like little uh, lighting up this whole thing and then pulling these questions and answering questions and then they had a very steamy makeout in the hot tub. You know, per formula, she seems to really I didn't think he some of them even like were saying back when he was on the date. They're like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if they even have that big of a connection. Like, maybe he won't come back. But like they like were hitting it off like heavy. So I don't know, man. He might be um, he might might be be bachelor material material. Yeah, like I would I would I would like him possibly to be the bachelor. He's a sweet guy. I like him. Like, I have nothing against him i think he has a good personality um and he's cool and fun but uh the the big drama that happened was uh again with that sort of like solidifying hunter as the new villain is that uh you know at the cocktail party for the rose ceremony he set up a whole little like side date and took up all this time to like have her show her the stars and all this shit when he already had a rose and so 
everybody else, all the other dudes. Yeah, he's like blowing his load right now. It's like, come on, right. man, save some for next week. Like, like you're you're showing yourself right now. I right. That's my thing. It's like, why? Like, you know, that's like gonna get people pissed. And then even when James, James in the box, went up to try to like you know get some time with Katie. He, he was like, hey, like, can I steal her for a sack or, like, whatever? And Hunter is like, no, dude. <laughs> like, Hunter is like, nah, man, I, we're not done here. And, like, James, like, is looking at the rosette on Hunter's lapel, like. I mean, I, I would be like, hey, no offense, dude. Um, You already have a rose, and I'm, I have very limited time to talk to Katie right now, and I really don't care about your telescope. Yeah, for real. <laughs> I just, you know, so, um, yeah, I mean, uh, we kind of missed the, the, the big comment. I would say it was like a kind of like a it's anytime they bring up race, you know, in the show, it seems like kind of like a oh, big yeah. conversation with Andrew S on his date. Yes. Um, what do you think about the conversation around biracial, biracial dating and families that they had? I think like, you know, I, th- I thought it was good and I think it's necessary, especially like it would be bad on the network and stuff not to show these kinds of conversations. Because like if you look at some of the past top couples from the show, we've got Tasha and I literally forget her fiance's name right now. But, you know, biracial, that's how much I'm just like, bloop, yeah. um, biracial couple. We have, you know, Claire and Dale, biracial couple. We have uh, Rachel Lindsay and Brian, biracial couple. So um, I think it would have been so much worse if they didn't, like, you know, air out those kinds of conversations. I feel like it seemed really genuine and like a great conversation. But I also sort of feel like I'm a little cynical and jaded just because it feels like, you know, almost too little too late for some of that oh you know what also pissed me off i I can't stand this dude and and this is coming from the dude that's the music guy on it would be the music guy connor katsu dude had to pull out his freaking ukulele oh my god if this dude tries this is this is actually very much so you too he's keeps that's not me i promise you i was never like i like if she asked me she's like can you play me a song i'd be like do you really want me to play a song but i'm not gonna like write a song for a girl and then she starts like giving me her little you know tv tears and then i'm gonna be like oh are you are you quiet oh no it's like dude you are so annoying you're the worst man like i can't stand him he's so fake like i i I see right through. I don't shit. like him. I also just feel like his style, like what he wears, does not match like his personality or him. Like he really isn't is trying with the like unbuttoned shit and like a lot of weird like chains. I've been better whatever. with my buttons, right? You haven't huh? seen me. You haven't seen me button down in a while. Thank God. But- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Usually now it's just the whole shirt is off. Um, so <laughs> that's what you're thanking God for, Flexing right? on them hoes. Um, anyways, uh, now, I mean, I just like, that was something I, I saw yesterday. And I was like, dude, you're so annoying. Like I, it just reminds me of, I mean, it's like, a you know, gen- how many times do I be busting out guitar when we were in a group of our friends or something like that? Like, or anything, this would be you anyways. Here's Wonderwall. I'd like, <laughs> fuck. I would just leave. I, I know. I can't leave. be busting out Wonderwall in front of you. Look, thinking I'm cool. Like, you know, I, I would 
literally just leave. If you ever just were like, hey, guys, and like you pulled out a guitar and started playing, I'd be like, weird, look at the time I got I just can't stand them. And I can't stand you either. So, um, <laughs> well, all right. What? Where did the show end? We end up losing about a guy or three or two. Yeah, um, we have the, the dude other... that did the toilet paper thing. Get yeah. that shit out of here. No pun intended. Literally. <laughs> um, but the other thing, you know, that came out of this episode was Michael A. told the rest of the guys that he's a widow and that he lost his wife to breast cancer. And um, had Greg Gre- leaking. Greg was <laughs> sobbing, even and though then, like, like it, it didn't help because like Katie or Katie was like, you know, you, you have resting like resting sad, sad boy, <laughs> you have resting sad face. I was like, damn, I've never heard of resting sad face, but but he definitely has resting. Yeah, and sad then it was just funny because like, dude, you know what? After you cry, you definitely look sad. He was just crying out there and stuff. Yeah, so- he was like, ha, weird. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you know what's funny about I, talking about resting sad like, face and cracking I up? I have resting sad face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cracking up a resting sad face, but um, okay, but yeah, no. So, um, what? Yeah, I mean, he ends up telling him, and and I do. He's he's kind of perfect. I mean, he might be also bachelor material too, <clears throat> if he's not picked, uh, because he's the, a really great guy. Uh, you know, the way he tells his story and the way he um articulates you know his his feelings and stuff is completely different from the way hunter kind of presented his i feel like i know hunter didn't like just talk about it at the beginning but it's literally sounds like he was saving it like like his like ace in his back pocket or something Mm -hmm. like that like he has the Mm -hmm. ace he's got the telescope and he's got like the first physical challenge and he just hit it all in one day and i think it's gonna be to his downfall I think his head has gotten too big. He's talking too much about winning and like, you know, getting her and not just thinking about like the relationship. And yeah, stuff, he's so. getting a little too cocky. Yeah. So. Um, well, uh, anything that you noticed from uh, future episodes? It looked like they gave us not just the scenes of next week, but like they gave us the yeah season. the preview of the rest of the season pretty much. And I feel like Michael A is going to leave. Um which seems, I said earlier, or hold on. Yeah. No, I was talking about Greg. I think Michael A is going to leave because of something with his kids. Um, I think he's just going to like bow out. She's going to be heartbroken over that. Uh, something's going to happen with Greg. Either some truth is going to come out or something else. He just and can't keep up the act anymore and he just yeah, flips. So- something like that is going to come out of that uh i had heard did you hear did you hear anything about greg besides that like he's an actor no yeah i mean i heard that he's just like like yeah and he uh like was i mean this allegedly he's like pretty like um verbally abusive to other girls Mm, good great there's a rumor he doesn't go down on them either wow Um, okay dj khaled (laughs) why is that why is that becoming like a school it was funny someone called me dj khaled trying to be mess uh be funny this weekend and and I, it was pretty funny um i have to tell you the context of it uh it, it was pretty funny because we we're going I hope around it's not the context that we just referenced because <laughs> no 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 that no 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 not that that's i'm the like the opposite of dj khaled in that sense but um All right. no, but uh <laughs> you, you know <laughs> but um i was trying to find the cat but i can't find her right now i didn't load it um <laughs> 
But yeah, no, uh, we were going around just like saying like who, like, like a celebrity that we look alike, but like, like bigger versions of them. So, oh my God. Someone was like, call me DJ Khaled because he's the bigger version of what I guess she thought I looked like. And I was like, whoa, that's kind of funny, but also kind of a little, little racist because. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not um I'm not that. So uh well anyways, uh any other bachelor or bachelorette news, bachelor nation news coming out? Yes. Yeah, so ABC looks to be considering our cultish dancing with the stars fave Julian Huff as maybe a contender for the next bachelorette. Just to really obviously we know ratings have not been great. They're the uh, worst they've ever been, actually. Yes, which has a lot to do with, you know, making the conservative fan base of the show angry, um, which, guess what? I don't care. And, um, but... I don't know if necessarily it's about the conservative fan base. You don't think they've done things that piss us off, too? Oh, yeah, no. I mean, faux show, but, yeah. I mean... Enough that d- people will stop watching it, or even just, like, like program changes, like the host leaving, and, you know, the little yeah. things, like, with all these little things, they seem like little changes, but they'll add up, like, you know? Um, so, yeah, it looks like they're trying to get, like, Julianne Huff, Julia Huff, what is her name? Julianne Huff. Julianne Huff um, of uh, Dancing with the Stars fame uh, to kind of research, because people, I guess, liked her. Um, she's made- She's the- crazy, dude. Yeah. Well, I guess like people like to watch her, and um, she's been on ABC. But they're also saying there's rumors of uh, uh, Chris Harrison going to Dancing with the Stars, which is interesting, right? To be a host? No, like to dance. To dance? And what if he was the host? That'd be crazy. Same network. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I think that'd be a good move for him too um, if he didn't lose in the first round. But what do you think of that, having a celebrity be um, a lead again? I mean, I, I mean, it'd be interesting. Cause like she had a really weird marriage and then breakup and then sort of not, and then whatever. So I don't even know how that would be portrayed on her looking for love. And the caliber, um, the, like what, the, what about the men? That'd be so crazy to just see normal men just like dating Julianne Huff. Yeah. Um, and I mean, so she's 32, so she'd be like kind of up there along with like, I mean, Katie's like 30. I think Rachel Lindsay was like 32 or something. Obviously, Claire was the oldest. So I feel like they tend to get women more on the older side for, um, but I think, I mean, it would, so it'd be a good age range, kind of show her bouncing back from being married. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't love her. I think she's kind of weird. So... I yeah. just don't know how it would be. I think it would make all... for good TV because she'd, she'd yeah. be, I think, on that level of Claire, but actually be a little bit more stable. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I would feel I like. I don't know she, if I'd go that far. Well, I'm just saying because she's, I mean, she's got an actual career. She's not just a reality show star. Like, she dances. She, like, you know, is well respected yeah. in her field or whatever. And, <laughs> right? I mean, sure. People, I mean, isn't she, she does this weird thing called Kinergy now. It's oh, like I think this yeah, weird culty, we talked about like, it on the show. Dance stuff. But isn't it isn't it like uh some type of like she was doing some type of um like seminar or something? Uh-huh. Is that her? Anyways, um 
Yeah, I mean, I think it'd be interesting, but this, I think, is a slippery slope. That could slope. be a whole date idea. She just teaches a Kennedy class to the dudes. Oh, I'm sure it would. That'd um, be fucked up. <laughs> but I think, I think, uh, you know, with with that, it's a slippery slope with the Bachelor franchise because um, they probably would have to pay her a lot of money to do it. And if it didn't bring right. up ratings and it just continued to slip, that's just like, I don't know where Bachelor goes from here. Um, I mean, I think they'll stick around. There's been worse shows that stuck around longer, but um, I think to, pr- pr- the, to keep it in production the way it has been running, it takes a lot of money, I think. Um, any other news that you know? Um, I saw that um, actually speaking of um, Claire, she's, she's been like sick and she's going to have to undergo surgery to get her breast implants removed. Like they've been oh, like geez. making so Were they sick. leaking and stuff? That's the worst. I don't know. I've been hearing a lot. It's actually like pretty common now that people have been getting like wondering why they've been sick and it has to do with their breast implants. So mm-hmm. I'm not really sure. I haven't. A lot of times they leak or like the, depending on like if they're the saline ones or you know, silicone ones, like different things could happen or like over time the muscles and stuff like. yeah i was that's what i was gonna say it's like i haven't really pinpoint like what necessarily it's done but like there's something that's happening um with your body with them inside of you that doesn't so i'm i, I really don't know what the sickness is that she has or what's been hitting her but i do know of other people that have um gotten those removed because they were not feeling good um so yeah uh Hopefully she everything will be all right with her. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much all I've heard from Bachelor News. I saw like, uh, what's his name? Deuce starting his Wells shift on the Canadian version of Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Kevin. Um, I really can't wait for our Bachelor in Paradise. That's going to be so fun. It's going to be sick, nasty. Word. All right. Well, let's talk about our slapper of the week. Uh, you know, because... We can't really play Are you going to play our drop? Slacker of the week. This song slaps. <laughs> you know, we, we don't have music on the show. So Veronica really likes just hearing the drop. If we can't hear the music, we're going to hear that damn drop, right, yeah, Veronica? Yeah, we are. Yeah. So she made sure I played it. Um, you know, there's this thing with my sound thing. If I don't click on all of them at the beginning of the show, it takes like a minute it, it, to it's like alone. load up before it plays. And I just have to sit here and look stupid. And Veronica calls me out on it and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but our slapper of the week this week, um, actually, Andy showed me this song. It's a banger. I've been listening to it all weekend. It's called Prada Da Bang. And it's by IDK. Um, I, th- I don't know if that's spelled as I don't know or IDK or featuring Young Thug. Uh, it's on this future Bachelor podcast playlist. Been bumping it on repeat. Um, you know, when they say like Young Thug is so good and all this stuff, like he really is. Like he only like <laughs> he raps for like They're eight They're not bar- lying. <laughs> Yo, he's so good on these songs. Like it's got such a good beat and everything. So if you like, you know, riding around, um, you know, in your car, like bumping your head or you just need something just to keep going and work out to, this is the one for you. Prada Da Bang by IDK featuring Young Thug. V, who do you got to shout out this week? I wanted to shout out uh, some of our pool party hosts from this past weekend, Julia, Knip, and Manon. Um, I have a couple birthdays coming up. My friend Katie McCusker, it's her birthday this weekend. And then also, uh, compadre, former guest of the show, I think his birthday is this weekend, Chad. 
um, because I hopefully will be meeting up with him and Kate in the city this weekend. Oh, hell yeah. Speaking of which, I want to shout out Kate because I got my shirt. Oh, we got As our I shirt. I did, yes. I mean, our our shout outs are just mutual. Like, I'm just going to kind of piggyback off a couple of years because that's what we do. Um, and also, I want to shout out you. Oh, wow. Because um, you had put out a post and, you know... Your Fourth of July weekend, you know, we had a lot of fun. We we're at the pool and all that stuff. I literally didn't take any pictures except no for pictures. one of us. With me, you know, yeah. and I think yeah. I suggested it, but you posted it, so um, it's a yep, mutual you effort. You did suggest the pic, and I was like, "Well, it's it's National Bikini Day, so I gotta post something." Yeah, cool, cool. Shout out to you. Um, all right, guys. Well, what do you got going on this weekend? You oh, you're going out of town. I am indeed. I'm That's going right. to Shy City. Coming home again. <laughs> Can you say Shaw City? Um, that's going to be fun. Uh, what do you got planned? Well, we're going to spend Thursday night in my hometown, which is outside of Chicago. Um, with my, you know, my mom's going to make some dinner and stuff, so that'll be nice. And then uh, I think we're just going to be bebopping around the city mostly. Um, and then sun- Saturday, I think we're going to try to be on a boat on Lake Michigan. So that will be gang gang if that really f- goes through, because that's, that's like the thing you do. If like you find somebody with a boat in the playpen and like in the pier of Chicago and that's, uh, that's how you roll. Wow. You know, you love them boats. I do. I'm a boat hoe. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to say it. You say it. Uh, I say it every time. I, I know. Who I am. It's like you know what I'm saying, though. It's like you love boats. You're like I'm a boat hoe. Like I, if I wanted to call you that, all I have to say is you love boats, <laughs> and you'll just call it yourself. <laughs> you know, it's 2021. I can't be out here. I still need you as my co-host. Don't cancel me, um, <laughs> guys. You know, we've made it to the 170s. That's pretty incredible. We got 30 episodes until we're in the 200s. And, Whoa, and running. shit. Yeah, isn't that crazy? That is weird. I know, so weird. Um, well, guys, um, also, I, uh, I just wanted to say thanks again uh, for Caleb coming on last weekend. Or, yeah, or, that was such week. a great episode. I really liked uh, seeing him and just missing him. I want to get up to New York and visit, so... Right. All right, guys. Oh, also, I got into my I, I got conditionally accepted into my uh, like hard acting class that I applied for. Ooh, so, yeah, leveling I, up. Yeah, this is uh, like uh, it's just, it's called this technique called Meisner. And oh, I've heard of this. Yeah. And it's like an intensive course. So it's over eight months. It's like over it's almost like 400 bucks a, a month. And um and it takes like you uh, a certain level level of acting to get into it. So since I've only been acting since January, um, you know, I have to kind of go through this like interview process and see if I'm a good fit for it. But I'm hoping, fingers crossed, um, or that I get in, you know, and, and I would start in August. So I got an interview for it. And if that works, like things are just kind of like, that's kind of like the next step of Drucking. my learning. Yeah. You know, I really wanted to take this year to learn getting into this class this year. It's like really a commitment, but it's something that I want to try. So I'm glad I got into that. So just want to let y'all know I'm keeping it moving. So, all right, guys. Well, you know what it is. Uh, we'll see you next week on the show at 171. Uh, you know, this has been Future Bachelor. My name is Cy. I'm Veronica. 
And you know what it is. We love you. Deuces! Bye! Future Bachelor Podcast.